Joining us on the line is the mayor of Collingwood. We say hello to Brian Saunderson. Brian, great to have you on the line. Good morning, uh, John. Good morning, Melanie. What's a beautiful winter day out there? It's a beautiful winter day, except for the fact that we're now back into the red zone, and this impacts the town of Collingwood in a major way. It does. It does. Um, uh, and it's uh, started this past Monday, and we are in this uh, until January 11th, 28 days, and uh, we need to get our uh, infection rate under control, and uh, we need uh, everyone in the community to... Uh, to abide by the social restrictions, wash your hands, sanitize your hands, uh, wear a mask when you're out in public, only go out in public for necessary uh, errands, and to stay in the jurisdiction. Um, you know, we, that includes really our area, Cinco Muskoka region. Um, and uh, we are asking our seasonal residents to pick your residence and stay there. Uh, it's vital that we, uh, that we work together as we did during the first phase. Uh, the surge that we were anticipating in the first phase has hit us in the second phase, and our infection rates have gone up dramatically in the last two weeks, and we really need to uh, work together now uh, to get this under control. Our mm-hmm. hospital is at capacity, and uh, we, we just we really need to buckle down as a community. Mayor Saunderson, what's your anxiety level at this point relative to, say, last March when it was a new pandemic? We didn't know anything. We were kind of scrambling to, to plan, and, 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 and we made it through pretty good. Uh, but this second wave, which they said was coming, uh, you've been in all the meetings. What's your anxiety level in terms of our ability, in terms of our community, to stave this off? Well, I, I think we've seen province-wide uh, that this second wave has hit us uh, much harder. It's much more insidious, and uh, our infection rates are higher, and they're climbing. Um, our medical professionals are telling us that uh, it's it's critical. Um, I will be talking with uh, the CEO of the hospital for an update this morning, and Nora Holder, and um, uh, they have activated the alternate care facility so uh, everything we worked so hard to prevent during the first wave is starting to happen and we really need to make sure now that as a community uh, we uh, we buckle down and uh, and make sure that we're abiding by all the restrictions to keep to flatten the curve and keep the infection rate down uh, let's get into some some of the regular today business because you know you weren't elected mayor just to do covid <laughs> Uh, we've, we've got the uh, council uh, is about to approve the budget for 2021. Uh, what's your thoughts on how it looks so far? I think it's uh, it's an excellent budget. Uh, it received unanimous approval at the uh, um, SIC meeting last week, and it will come up for approval by a council final approval this coming Monday, December 21st. Uh, it sees uh, there's no uh, tax rate change this year, so there's no increase. Uh, and uh, we are making some responsible investments uh, in uh, in the green initiatives uh, and uh, traffic calming and safety in the community, as well as putting about $2.5 million back into reserve. So I think uh, all things considered, this is a very good budget for the community. It's very responsible, and, uh, and it does some uh, service enhancements at Town Hall. Do you- What's your take on in terms of how much of the community actually uh, put their two cents worth in in this budget? I know you had many opportunities for the community to uh, give their responses, speak out towards the, the, the budget in hand. What do you think the input was like? 
I think the input was good. Uh, certainly, we heard a lot of very constructive uh, comments uh, and people speaking up uh, about the priorities. Um, we had uh, two SIC meetings uh, at which the public could uh, could dispute. Uh, the first one was a run through of the of the overall budget, and then the second one was uh, on December 9th. We had uh, like uh, staff presented us with uh, feedback, the feedback we'd received, and there was online feedback. Uh, from uh, 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 over uh, two dozen individuals in the community, and uh, and then and then uh, we had some deputations, and uh, green initiatives and uh, traffic calming were uh, some of the issues identified, as well as uh, supplementing the reserves, which are all things that we were able to do uh, while we did not raise the tax rate at all. So because MPAC has deferred the. Uh, appraisals uh, of uh, properties uh, for a year due to COVID, uh, that will mean that uh, people's taxes will be at the municipal level, the municipal portion of your taxes, which is about 60% of the tax bill locally, uh, will stay the same. And the county has done the same. There's a 0% rate increase. So the county portion, which is about another 19 20% of your uh, local tax bill, so the only uh, variable right now is uh, the education portion of your taxes, and uh, but about 80% of your tax bill will remain the same as last year. Uh, you're able to do that uh, certainly with some, you know, other government level help, but also you're you're making deals and doing interesting outside the box thinking. And one of those is is in terms of microfibers. This is interesting. Of course, that's one of the major pollutants in in our Georgian uh, in our Great Lakes and I know that you have a keen interest in that yes we uh, we connected with uh, Georgian Bay forever which is an environmental charity and they have a program a pilot program to capture microfibers coming out of uh, washing machines uh, it's a filtration system that uh, filters the effluent from your washing machine before it goes into your drain and uh, they have found uh, over the last number of years that uh, microplastics or microfibers are one of the main microplastics that are polluting uh, the Great Lakes, and they're finding them at fish, and they're actually finding them in us. Uh, so uh, this program is uh, looking at the efficacy of these units, uh, and they will be testing at our wastewater plant to see if we're reducing um, our uh, microplastics in our effluent uh, by the same percentage of these 300 uh, filtration systems that will be installed. And if they are effective, then uh, there'll be a, a national campaign, a much larger campaign to get these available to people commercially. They are actually available commercially right now. But if people are interested in participating in this uh, divert and capture program, they can email uh, the Georgian Bay Forever representative. I'll give you the, her name and uh, email address. It's Brooke. B-R-O-O-K-E, Harrison, H-A-R-R-I-S-O-N, and uh, her email address is brook.harrison at gbf.org. And uh, if people are uh, getting interested in getting into that, or if they just want more information about the uh, machine washing machine program, it, they can go to www.gbf.org. Nice to see our community at the forefront of this. This is fantastic. Mayor Saunderson, always appreciate your time with us. Mayor Brian Saunderson from the town of Collingwood, thank you for being here on Talk of the Town. Well, thank you very much, and you guys have a good day.